Welcome back to the Cable Boys Mini-so. Mini-so. It's just a cute little mini episode where we, the Cable Boys, talk about a little bite-sized taste <laughs> uh, just to wet your palate for the episode to come the following week. Yeah, a little, uh, little, a little, aper- uh, what's it called? Appetizer. Yeah, you were going to say aperitif. I know, that's not right. It's not right. That That's more of a, a thing that you drink. <laughs> my my girlfriend Kylie has talked about going to Europe mm-hmm. in the past and talks about a whole stage of the Italian diet, mm-hmm. which is they just start drinking early. <laughs> and, <laughs> and because it's called an aperitif and not happy hour, <laughs> they just basically get drunk and eat food. And then go take a little siesta, a little nap, and then come back stronger. Do you think we'll we'll do that like in uh, 20 years? When we're finally, as a country, done with trying to control everything? Uh-huh. You know, now that we're not like the superpower we used to be. Because like those countries, like at some point were, by the way, this is the mini-sode for Gladiator. Yeah, and so we'll get to it. Uh, we'll get to it. Get off our backs. We're going to get yeah. to it. We want to talk about what life in 20 years, if we are yeah. still alive, is going to be like. Like Italy, for example, like so the Roman Empire, right? They used to conquer a lot. They, they expanded and then it all fell apart. Yeah, they then, loved it. They yeah, loved, they loved it. expanding. But then they were like, nah, you know what? Uh, let's uh, just uh, drink, you know? And like all these. <laughs> where, where on the line of offensive was that? <laughs> We could have. You can't offend Italians. They don't even no, care. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm saying like, it, <laughs> on the spectrum of something being offensive, is, is it the squeaky little voice that makes it okay? Ah, is it? It goes into the cartoon me. realm. <laughs> you make a fun of me. All I do is I eat and I eat, eat the pasta. <laughs> This this mini soda is especially for those viewers who heard Fortress, heard us doing <laughs> terrible Australian accents, and they were like, "I wonder what else they can do." Yeah, I, one day we'll we'll just do a whole episode of like the UN, and they'd be like, uh-huh. "Oh my, oh what movie are we watching to die?" Ah, it's a little horror movie. It's a spooky. Uh, none of us have learned any languages besides English, but... But maybe we'll be like that. Maybe, like, you know, we'll all be, like, 2 o'clock. It's time to go to Applebee's and get a little apple teeny and, you know, who cares? Let's stop trying to run the world. We can't, we can't even run ourselves. Every time I've talked to you before, the next 20 years has more seemed like doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. And now you're, now you're taking a step back and saying, I don't know, maybe things will slow down. So let's talk about Gladiator a little bit. Yeah, let's please. Very exciting from the year 2000. Best Picture winner, mm-hmm. um, Russell Crowe, Joaquin Phoenix, Connie Nielsen, a murderer's row of British drunks. Yes. Richard Harris, uh, Oliver Reed. I definitely went down a Richard Harris talk mm-hmm. show appearance wormhole. Mm-hmm. But it turned out that this guy was... He was mostly doing these appearances when he was already reformed. Mm-hmm. He had gotten sober uh, because the doctor said, you're going to die soon. And he said, uh, Roger that. I'm going to get sober for 20 years, and then I am just going to live my moonlight drinking that sweet, sweet Guinness from the tap. But during that time, he made a lot of appearances on Letterman. Mm-hmm. And I watched a compilation that someone put together on YouTube of Richard Harris Letterman stories. And he tells the same story roughly five different times. 
<laughs> he has the man only has three stories, uh, but he got a good fifteen appearances out of those three stories. Did you watch any of the Oliver Reed ones? Because Letterman, no. ha- yeah, he used to have them both on. I I I know that you talked about it briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not see any of those, but I I loved that sort of like looking into these two actors' past and just being as crazy and full of bravado as they were. It was it was funny to research a movie where they like coincide in the same documentary of bad boys, mm-hmm. specifically challenging each other to a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's hilarious. They, they, these actors used to be real brawlers. Yeah. Um, as we mentioned, Gladiator won Best Picture, because this was back still when they just did five pictures. Yeah, those days are long gone. They they realized that you can you can get people to watch anything if it has a sticker on it, <laughs> um, and it's tough to get people to the theater otherwise. But it's weird. I mean, now they pick like 45 movies for Best Picture mm-hmm. and have less of an audience. Yeah. It's also, it's very funny that a lot of the discourse about the Academy is just about not being inclusive, and it's the same old people who are voting for the same exact artists every single year, and so it's tough for different language films and different minority groups to, like, to break into that system. It's even crazier that they can't break into the system when they, like, doubled the amount of nominees in every mm-hmm. category. <laughs> like, uh, So Gladiator, which won, went against Chocolate. Chocolate. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Which was a lot of fun. Aaron Food. Brockovich. Uh-huh. And Traffic. Kevin Manwarren, have you seen all five of these movies? Um... I don't. I don't believe I saw Chocolat, but I have mm. seen the others. Uh, and of the, the then of the four that you have seen, which ones do you think has has aged the best? I mean, Traffic is an incredible picture. Mm-hmm. Crouching Tiger, I haven't seen in some while, but I'm sure it is still thrilling to watch. Mm-hmm. Aaron Brockovich, I love Julia Roberts. Uh, I think she's a great actress, and I, I think it was uh, it was an interesting picture, uh, specifically for for the ways that companies are willing to fuck the environment. <laughs> so, sure, yeah, uh, it, it's nice uh, to see it get some get some hay. I haven't seen Crouching Tiger in a long time. I remember it being like okay. I remember it being like. If I watched the ballet, I'd be like, well, that was very good, mm-hmm. technically. I mean, when I want martial arts movie, I want heads flying and blood squirting and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it just seemed like a very, like, yeah, you know. Well, like my- yeah, but it, for every blood squirt, you're going to alienate one white hair uh, from, <laughs> from voting for you. Well, that's the problem with the uh, Academy, isn't it? <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, Aaron Brockovich, um, I, I did watch recently. Mm-hmm. And pretty good picture. Yeah. Um, I think Saved by Albert Finney, who's in it, who's terrific. Another Absolutely. British guy who I think drank a few pints and uh, threw, <laughs> threw a few punches. Allegedly. Maybe, maybe, Allegedly. It's just, maybe it's just British people. Maybe they're just trash. And uh, <laughs> But there's a laugh out loud moment in Aaron Brockovich where you, you remember the movie, right? So if I, I just do, go into yeah. Okay, so it's Two-Face. Is the biker? Wait, I don't remember it. Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face. Yeah, yes, yes. He's like, "What do you want, Aaron?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You're a terrible actor, Jim Carrey. I'm not acting yeah. with a clown. I can't think in your buffoonery. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, it's uh, not Thomas Jane. It's uh, the other guy, Aaron Eckhart. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, they're like the exact same person. Um, Aaron Eckhart's like the biker that they fall in love, and then he gets kind of roped into caring for her three children. But, uh, you know, he he misses the open road. And there's like this shot of him picking up a baby at like a picnic, and she's like, I, I got to go save the environment. He's like, you promise, babe. And he's just holding a baby, and he like looks yonder, and there's like a motorcycle gang like oh, driving man. through town <laughs> and he's just like oh man i miss these guys it it really made me laugh it's like it's uh it, it's a domesticated goose in a cage <laughs> looking out the window seeing the flying v overhead cuz could you imagine just like being a biker and then them being like so where you been bro and he's like i was taking care of three kids that aren't mine i was and, holding uh, a baby for the majority of it <laughs> Yeah, reformed biker is one of my favorite archetypes, and mm -hmm. I feel like we haven't really seen it since Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> Time to bring it back. Um, yeah, so we're excited. We have uh, Brett Raybould as a, a comic, young comic that I like a lot. I think we're now <laughs> in the mode. A comic, as he's called by the papers. What's very sad is, like, you and I, we're now at the age where we're, like, a young comic. We're not young comics anymore. No. But, yeah, Brett's very funny. He has a, a, a special on YouTube called Brett Raybould is Retiring from comedy that you can listen to in both English and in Mandarin. Oh. He had the whole thing uh, dubbed. Good for him. I mean, yeah. that's that's a pretty sizable listening audience. I don't know yeah. if the references are just directly paralleled, but mm -hmm. has he gotten any any feedback from, from that swath of the population? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll text him and find out. But a very funny guy. He's also, he, he's developed his own cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. uh, Brettcoin, which we uh, talk about a little bit on next week's episode. We definitely did. We tell you how to get it. Um, now would be a great time to also do that. But um, I, even though he described it, I don't fully understand it. So I don't understand. I mean, and I, the money I lost on Dogecoin, I clearly do not understand any of this shit. Well, uh, before before we leave you guys, how about we leave you with a word? about the next movie that we will be reviewing from everyone's favorite critic, Roger Ebert. No longer with us, but still in our hearts and in our minds and in our souls. Roger gave Gladiator two stars. He ends his review a little something like this. Gladiator is being hailed by those with short memories as the equal of Spartacus and Ben-Hur. This is more like Spartacus light. Or dark. <laughs> it's only necessary to think back a few months to Julie Taymor's Titus for a film set in ancient Rome that's immeasurably better to look at. The visual accomplishment of Titus shames Gladiator, and its story is a whole heck of a lot better than Gladiator screenplay, even if Shakespeare didn't make his Titus the only undefeated champion in Roman history. Wow. Wow. Two stars. That's turkey territory. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I did not realize that this was so close to Titus. And yeah. Like, grant, granted, you know, it's a little bit apples to oranges because Titus is based on the greatest playwright who ever, ever lived in one of his plays. Maybe. 
Oh, who who else? Samuel Beckett? You, you know that Shakespeare may not have written that stuff? Oh, yeah, Marlowe. Marlowe. What's his first name? Uh, Christopher. Yeah, that's right. I wish that would get proven so we could finally settle that. How How is that ever going to be proven? I don't know. Somebody, who, somewhere Marlowe had to write down like, hey, I'm the one writing all this shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> and Shakespeare also copied that and scratched out Christopher. <laughs> He's like, I'm the one. Well, a little, a little thing that most people don't know, and because your boy took classics for a minute in college, oh, wow. Shakespeare, uh, whether he wrote all that stuff or not, definitely plagiarized a good amount of it. Right, yeah. The biggest example is Hamlet. Uh, Hamlet was actually um, a Viking myth mm-hmm. called Amleth. And, oh. and, and Billy Shakes just took the H and put it at the front. To be fair, that's a genius ad. Yeah. Hamlet, it doesn't roll off the tongue. You no. need some ham in there. Yeah, you need ham. Can't go wrong with ham. But uh, Christopher Marlowe, if you're still around, email us. Let us know. Let us know if you got the original PDFs. We'll read them. I feel I feel like people got a lot more leeway with stealing from from others. Like mm-hmm. it was it was even a famous quote, just like steal from the best. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't until Carlos Mencia that <laughs> that really <laughs> became an issue. Yeah, they're like, all right, calm down, calm down. <laughs> and I I got into the biggest fight with my old roommate Randall Aiken, Doctor mm-hmm. Randall Aiken, Doctor, yeah about Led Zeppelin and how I didn't think they were a good band because they were just so derivative. And You're out of your mind. Uh, well, no, I, just, I, was, okay. I, was also, I was also playing it up a little bit. Okay, Obvi- okay. Obviously, right. Led Zeppelin's incredible. Yeah. Every piece of the band is the perfect piece yes. of a band. Yes. Um, they're, they're technicians. They're great. But also... Three they quarters <laughs> of their first four albums are all just like verbatim from opening bands and just like from classic riffs. I mean, classic blues artists. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Led Zeppelin. I've heard. I've listened to it. I've yeah. I've I've looked at the case. I've heard the old stuff and then what they did. Uh-huh. I, I'm still okay with it. They did yeah. it better. You know what I mean? Like, well, some would say Carlos Mencia did those jokes better. <laughs> <laughs> the old technician. Uh, he threw one of Louis C.K.'s classic jokes and put a dirt to dur on top of it. <laughs> boy, that is how you spin gold. We got ourselves a Rapunzel. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that was the mini-sode. That was the mini-sode. Uh, join us for the actual sode. Yeah. Which is now what we're going to call them. Cable Boys sodes. Actual sodes. Check out and- our sode. And, you know, you got a good week until Gladiator, the act actisode, goes up. So why don't you leave us a rating and review on iTunes? Yeah. You little da-dirt-da-durs. And, uh, you know, play a little Led Zeppelin physical graffiti in the meantime. Not their best album, by the way. No, not at all. If Two. you're If you're going to make out, play the first side of Led Zeppelin 4, not physical graffiti in the car no. on the way. No, but Led Zeppelin 2, that's their best album. You uh, think so? I do, yeah. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I was okay. on the other side of the argument for. A I, I, I wanted. I wanted to end just on. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing we didn't say is where to watch Gladiator. And where can they watch uh, Gladiator, Kevin? I don't know. I would have said it just then if I knew. Mm. I, I think forget. it's on. Was it on? 
Prime? Shit. What is it on? No, it's on Netflix. Are you it sure? Is. Yeah, it's on Netflix. That's where we watched it? Yeah. Listen, it's either Netflix or HBO Max or Prime. I mean, watch it on Netflix, but if it's not there, fucking go look elsewhere. It's got to be somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, tune in to the Sode. Bye! Cable Boy.